Welcome back to Think What You Will podcast. It's episode number 10 here with Jason Suarez and my co-host Rodrigo Puentes. Today, we're going to be talking about critical thinking. What is its importance for us and how does it influence us on a daily basis? So let's dive right into it. Rodrigo, let me know what you think is critical thinking. What's your definition for it? My, For me, just off the top of my head, critical thinking is being able to be to take in certain observations, arguments, you know, evidence as well, and form a non-biased and rational judgment towards it, you know, analyze it and have a personal thought of it. What about you, Jason? So I think like critical thinking, um, I think it's a mental ability. I think it's the capacity of somebody, for example, to be critical um, of what he hears or she, right? Of what they observe, what they see, what they watch, what they listen to, and take away the points that are important and good for them and discard that which isn't important and isn't beneficial. Okay. So we kind of have the same but different. You know, we have, we share the same view, but we explained it differently. Yep. But let's look at Google. Lucal says that critical thinking is the analysis of available facts, evidence, observations, and arguments to form a judgment by the application of rational, skeptical, and unbiased analysis and evaluation of factual evidence. So to sum, sum it up in fewer words, mm. you know, be able to, like you said, dissect information and arguments and be able to create a rational, unbiased yeah. thought of it. For sure. And um, how important do you think it is um, for people to have this ability? Bro, it's, I think it's very important. It's a daily basis kind of importance level. If you don't have the skills of critical thinking, you won't be able to, you know, be rational towards most things. You won't be able to see through uh, clouded arguments, judgment, you know, and you won't be able to separate your personal emotion or views from a subject. You know, you'll be very biased. What about you? Do you think this is very important for a person to have? Yeah, I think so. I think it's very important, especially nowadays where there's so much information out there. There's so much content. There's fake news, you know, things that aren't true. And people, they have to take everything with a grain of salt. Like, they have to be aware that there's false information out there and know how to perceive what is false and what is true. So that's very important. Um, do, you think, do you think people just, you know, have this ability or do you think it's developed over time? I think I think it's a skill that is developed over time for sure. You aren't just born with critical thinking mindset, you know. You are taught and you learn how to train your brain to have those skills to be able to dissect information, be able to separate what's true from false and other things. So, especially we live in a generation that's very into social media and like you said, fake news and 
a lot of information is falsely spread. So I think it's way more important more now than ever to have a critical thinking mindset and ability just to just be able to see through things clear and yeah. What about yeah. you? What do you think? Um, I think it's very important. Uh, you know, let's take it to, let's start out with talking about, you know, social media, for example. I think there's a, you know, because everybody now wants to give their own opinion on things. They like to, you know, post comments on posts or they like to create channel post, you know, information. Um, and sometimes if people are not careful, they can read things that aren't true, right? It can, whether it's politics, whether it's like things that are going on in this world, it's very hard to know who you can trust, you know, different news sources will tell you different things. And so it's important to know, like, um, you know, um, what are they, what, what, what is the point they're trying to make? Um, why are they telling you this, you know, and also do a little bit of due diligence yourself and like research up the topic. Um, so do you think that social media has any negative impact on, for example, the ability of people to think critically? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that there's a lot of, you know, false information rolling around social media. And you have a lot of people that are just addicted to their phones, even if they don't want to admit they spend a lot of hours on their phone, scrolling through social media, seeing random things. And I think that the more time somebody spends just rolling through their social media, the more their critical thinking skills are like deteriorate because they'll just take, they're just taking every kind of information and believing in everything and sometimes participating in dumb arguments in some, some random post comment section, you know? And then it gets to a point where people just believe everything that is posted, you know? Yeah. So to a point and to an extent, I would say that social media is getting to a level where people are just taking everything at face value and not looking behind it and seeing, is this actually true or not? Um, what they don't ask questions. They don't gather relevant information anymore. You know, they just believe it right away. What about you? What, what do you think about it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was actually going to say that like people take things too much at face value. They see a post that says, you know, the, I think the, the most eye catching ones are the ones that say like, breaking news, you know, it's on the bottom of breaking news, you know, and it gives a detail, you know, this, this, this happened. And you're like, you know, um, do I trust this information? Do I trust this um, uh, media outlet? Like how are you supposed to react to that? Um, other circumstances can be, for example, um, reels, like there's a lot of reels out there, right? Who, who, Cause the culture now is you cut a segment of something like, let's say there's an interview of a famous person, right? Or a politician, they take a segment, they cut it, right to a very specific time period and then they kind of they can easily twist that into meaning something else that for example the person in the real did not mean to say because they just you know cut the real out of context and then like people listening to th it think something and they're like oh what this guy said this or whatever when in reality that that's not what he really said you know so Basically, what you're saying is something that happens a lot, actually. Yeah. And it's basically the ability that people have to doctorate footage mm -hmm. and make it look like a whole different level, you know, whole different thing than what it actually was. 
That's why a lot of people get in trouble for the way they say things and things like that because others grab the footage, cut it and edit it and just fully doctorated it and then posted it and make every, the person in that video look really bad. When sometimes somebody might say something that's, you know, bad, but then explain why and they just cut all that out and make it even worse. But and then I, it brings me to a question that, do, do you know there, there are like five elements of critical thinking? Do you know what they are? Five elements of critical thinking? I mean, yeah. it's got to be listening, right? You've got you to gotta listen. No? No, that's not one, unfortunately. Okay, let me... uh, I was looking up and I came across this website that is from the University of T Tennessee at Chattanooga. I don't know if I said it correctly. Hopefully I did. And they have this article that's called The Basic Elements of Critical Thinking. And there's a portion where they talk about five elements of critical thinking. And it's be, being able to ask questions, gather relevant information, think through solutions and conclusions, consider alternatives, systems of thought, and communicate effectively. And I agree with that. And I would say that personally, I see that a lot of people don't have this. They might have maybe a couple elements, but not all five. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of people don't think about those things when they're just, you know, listening to somebody speak or they're watching something, a documentary or a real right. They're not actively trying to analyze and dissect it. So that's very, very important, you know, that they've learned that skill, right? Because like we said, it's developed over time um, and people need to start, like, not taking everything at face value and going deeper into it a little bit more and researching it also a little bit. Yeah, but I think that for people to be able to have a, be able to be critical and think critically, they have to be also open-minded, you know, they have to be able to be open to all sorts of information to be able to take a better and more analytical decision and make a better and analytical judgment. So I think being open-minded is a, a really important like aspect to be able to develop a critical thinking mindset. Yeah, but being open-minded doesn't necessarily mean that you agree with everybody. It just means that you're, like you said, you're, you're taking in all yeah. the possible and then you're deciding, look, this is the one that's most supported. This has more um, uh, data supporting it. You know, this is more realistic. This actually works. This one doesn't, you know, and analyzing that, you know, at a certain point. And out of those five, we were talked about, you talked about the five levels, right? Yeah. Which do you think out of those five, do you think Gen Z youth lack the most today? The most? Which one do I personally think that Gen Z lacks the most? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn between two. Can I say just two? Can I say two instead? I would say that gathering relevant information. Okay. Because you just take things at face value and they mm -hmm. do not take more time to do more research to see if it's true or not. And if it is, why? What's hap actually happening? behind the scenes. And yeah. I would say we're not great communicators as well. <laughs> Through the phone we are, but personally, 
person to person, I don't think Gen Z, I think Gen Z lacks a lot of communicative skills. Mm -hmm. And I would say thinking through solutions and conclusions. Okay. I, I say those three are the biggest ones that we lack. I would, I, I definitely think thinking through solutions and conclusions is a very big one. And yes, not finding relevant information. So let's go over those two. I think let's talk about those two. So the first one we can talk about is um, not looking at enough information. That's a tough one because like we we're just saying, we don't know a lot of times what information is true and false. And a lot of times when you search up things on like Google and things on YouTube, whatever pops up first isn't necessarily what's the most informative or what's the best, you know, information or the most truest information. It's whatever's popular, whatever is, you know, um, suggested by the algorithm, right? And so sometimes you have to look a little bit farther down, you have to investigate a little bit more, do your research a little bit more. Do you think that too? Yeah, for sure. For me, for example, when I'm doing research or I see something online, I'm like, oh, wow, is this actually happening? Is this actually true? And go to see some research. And I see some websites that say it's true, some that are false. You know, so for me, I rely more on the websites that go more hand in hand with each other within the information, because then you know it's not creating or speculating other things. But then you also have the you know more trustworthy websites that have a better reputation as well. So. Yeah, a person has got to be able to know which sources are most reliable. And I would say be able to read everything and analyze the data, analyze the information and see if it goes hand in hand with other sources, if it contradicts why, you know, because you have certain times where a website has this information about something and then another has another point of view that completely contradicts it. And I think it's important to keep an open mind as well, not just like one is wrong and one is right. No, be able to analyze it and see what's the truth and see for yourself, you know. What about you? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but I also think another aspect of that is the fact that we have to look for things outside of our own worldview, right? We can't yeah. just things like gaining information um, on topics that we agree with or on point of views that we agree with like oh because i support this point of view let me research on why my argument is right why don't yeah. you search why your argument could be wrong and get some opposing views or like if you know somebody has an opposite view instead of shutting them down and be like look i don't want to discuss with you i don't want to talk with you because you're wrong and i'm right look let's engage in this discussion you know yeah. sure have to convince each other but i want to hear you out i want to know what you have to say and that is also an important part. Sure, it's like you said, it's also a little bit part of communication and it requires communication skills in that particular aspect, but also just, right, like you said, having an open mind to try and see what what else, you know, can we learn? What else is out there? What other information can I take into consideration when I'm making my decisions and making my choices? I fully agree with that. Um, but I would say that a lot of people don't have that nowadays, you know, um, more towards the fact that just we are lazier in a, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And I would think that affects a lot people when it comes to doing research and just looking up things because, you know, 
sometimes people just want to look look up things that they agree with and not look at the the next the opposite side and consider things from an opposite perspective or different perspective yeah. so and to be honest people would rather be watching netflix or watching youtube or whatever than to be researching and seeking the truth and mm -hmm. doing other things yeah we also mentioned go on you were going to say something i was yeah i was going to carry it into the next point and say that's kind of also what the other point was about looking at other solutions and conclusions because yeah. people have natural tendency you know and they're not to blame it's just our human nature right our natural tendency is once we believe something that's right you know that's that's yeah. that's the end of it that's the only possible solution and people don't like to look to other solutions like you know maybe i'm wrong maybe this isn't the best way to take care of the situation um you know it could go for anything maybe you know what i believe in isn't necessarily right or you know maybe i have the wrong answers and somebody else might have the right answers you know do you know what i'm saying yeah i, I completely understand what you're saying and i would say we as a generation especially generation z i think speaking in a general sense uh, we lack the skills to think through solutions and conclusions we are more of asking questions you know to have other people solve our problems than to do it ourselves you know i personally when i was a kid i used to ask questions so i would know what the answer was but now i ask questions and then i go finding the solutions and the conclusions for them, you know? So I think it's a really important for a person to be able to do things and to seek solutions and conclusions by themselves, because at some point you won't be able to rely on people, you know, because some at some point you don't agree with, for example, maybe you have a certain point of view towards something and I have another, you know, and I'm not going to take your word at face value because I want to look more towards I want to do some research from your point of view, why, and things like that, you know? So I think that we should, like, definitely, like, our generation should encourage themselves to develop these and just become better at these skills and at these traits as well, you know? Yeah, I think our generation is a little bit caught up in the idea of, like, tribalism, like, everybody kind of follows the same idea, like, oh, all these believe in this, that, you know what I mean? Let's just, oh, my friends all believe it's true, so it's true, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's good, that's what's fun, that's what's cool, you know? So let's just go into that. And there's no consideration for like, you know, even if this is a majority, maybe the non-majority could be right. You know, what if there's other solutions, you know, outside of what just the popular belief is, you know? I think that's very important. And people need to ask more the questions like, why, you know? like. Yeah why am I right and they're wrong? Why are they right and I'm wrong? Or, you know, why are they saying this? You know, that's very, very important. Definitely. But let's also, like, I, I want to ask you, what do you think personally, what, what for you, what are the benefits of being, having critical thinking mind and being critical thinking? Well, I think it, it grows you in maturity. I think it helps you form opinions of your own, which help you in your future life where you don't have to make, where you're gonna have to make decisions without other people, you know, giving their input. You're gonna have to look at what you have, what your situation is, 
what the world is like, and you're going to have to make decisions off that, right? And your ability to think critically is going to help you make those decisions. Um, and also that's important in learning things, right? Like in education, you know, knowing how to, you know, listen to information and say, look, this is important for me. Maybe this isn't so much, um, you know, how can, how can I use this for myself, you know? Um, and that requires critical thinking. All right. I like that. I like that. Personally, I think that the, one of the biggest benefits of being a critical thinker is that it fosters independence. You know, you don't rely on other people for information. You seek the information for yourself and you want to learn for yourself, you know, and I would say it also engages like your curiosity because you become more curious about things. You know, the moment you start developing, like for at least personally, the moment I started developing a critical thinking mind, I started to become more curious towards everything in general, you know, towards scientific research, or news in general, between countries, what's happening, you know. And I also would say that for me, it like it helped me in two more aspects where it helped me become more creative mm -hmm. because being able to take a lot of information helps me find different solutions and different, you know, and I mean like different ways to do things, you know, some ways are more creative than others. And it, it, I'd say it enhances creativity for sure. And lastly, I would say it helped me really become like become better at my problem solving ability as well, where if there's a problem, I'll be able to seek a solution and find a solution for myself much faster than a lot of people because I am able to do things for myself and have that independence to take a, a, in a lot of information. Yeah, I think so too. The independence of the mind, right? And I was going to ask you about this with the educational system is that the educational system thinks everybody think uniform, right? Everybody thinks the same way. There's the same answers to the questions, right? Whatever the teacher says is correct. Whatever the educational system says is correct, right? And it's important that we use, look at that, understand like, is everything what that he's saying or a teacher saying, or, you know, the school system is saying is correct. You know, you have to look at it and analyze that because when we're young, we're the most malleable, right? When you're yeah. older, Right, people know that when older people generally, they when they have their beliefs, even if they're wrong, they can never change it. Right, they're very set in their beliefs. When we're young, we're very easily changeable. We can, you know, change our beliefs. We can change, you know, what we think is right and stuff. So it's very important that when we're young, we identify what is correct and what is important, so that we don't get, you know, led off on the wrong path. You know. Yeah, but if you look at. Um... And in a different way, you could say that the education system is the way it is, because like you said, since we're younger, we're more malleable, we're more easier to, I wouldn't say manipulate, but to believe in adults and what it is right and believe that the teacher is right and whatever. So I want to pose a question. Do you think it would be beneficial for governments to manipulate a younger generation through the school system to believe what they want them to believe to create to help them create the ideology that they want them to have so in the future when they become adults it's easier 
for things to be for the government to do certain things and those things to be accepted because that's how they learned when they were kids no totally that's exactly what i'm saying that's exactly what's happening in the world today right we yeah. have what we're teaching our kids in school because when they're four five six like whatever enters their mind is going to stay there for the rest of their life it's going to for them like sure maybe up to two years they don't really remember much and they don't have such a high influence but after a certain age everything they see constitute what they believe right yeah. um they're used to seeing something that isn't right on a normal basis that will become right with them just because they see it every day right so you have to become very careful with that sure when you get a little bit older you really start questioning right but even if you're you know 10 11 12 you're still very immature you're still very malleable right and so you no know, you know in a hypothetical situation if your teacher taught you two plus two equals five in school you know, for an entire year, when you get out of that year, somebody asks you, what's 2.2 plus two, you know, you're going to say five, even though it's completely false, right? So there's an example to show you that what teachers say is really, really important. So it's very important that, you know, we choose the people who instruct the youth, right? Very um, specifically and very carefully. And but then contents that we teach them also need to be revised and need to be taught in a sensible way. But then you also you also got to look that a lot of young people, like you said, between the ages of 10 to 12 and even younger or a bit older, they have access to social media. You see seven-year-olds scrolling through TikTok and seeing things they shouldn't be seeing at that age, you know, or through YouTube and things like that. There's a lot of bad things that help our youth be the way that they are so that in the future it's easier for them you know that's yeah. why you have a lot of controversial fi figures where when they pop up on the internet saying things and saying the truth in some harsh way sometimes but speaking the, the truth and being their own person independent and sharing their the way they see things and demonstrate that they have a critical thinking mind that they analyze things and they see what the actual truth is and they come out and speak the truth and then mm -hmm. they get canceled. They get, you know, you stop hearing about them, you know, things happen, get, they get criticized, mm -hmm. but some people are just able just have the courage to see through things and speak publicly. But then if they do that, they are ridiculed publicly. So I would say to an extent, do you think it's even worth to be able to have this skill, be able to speak it to more people and then be ridiculed by the government and other things like that just because they don't want the truth to get out? For sure, the government, well, I don't know, you know, it depends what you're talking about, like whether the government, obviously the government passes laws to influence, for example, what is in the school system. That is for sure. That's where, the, you know, as much as we might not like it, you know, the political part of society is important, you know, because they're the ones who decide those kind of things, you know. So we have to know that and be aware of that, right? Um, but like you said, right, you said, oh, it's dangerous for people to be critical, right, in schools and where they speak out and they're bullied and blah, 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 blah. Well, that's exactly the problem, right? It literally includes... Um, promotes tribalism, right? It's like, if you're an outlier, you've got to conform to us, you know? You have to, because you're wrong, whatever. So that's the thing with tribalism, right? It's like, 
if you even want to be different, if you just want to believe in your own things, you're not allowed to. It's wrong to believe in something different. It's not like, oh, this is right, but if you want to believe what you want, you can. You know, that's one thing is saying, look, we don't agree with you. You can believe with what you want, right? Another thing is saying, look, we believe what we believe. You believe what you believe, but you have to believe what we believe. Otherwise, you can't go to school or you're weird or you're dumb or, you know, you're whatever and you're bullied and for that. And that's, you know, not fair and it doesn't promote anything positive. Because if we look at, like, this is a little bit off topic, but if we look at a lot of success in our world, it's from people who think of things differently, you know. Albert Einstein didn't just think of gravity the way Newton did. He didn't say, no, Newton already thought of this, whatever, like, that's set in stone, there's nothing more you can learn about gravity. No, he, he thought about, he analyzed the theory and he made his own theory that eventually helped, you know, the world become what it is today, right? That's really important. I would say I definitely agree with you. And to be honest, I encourage people to be different, to think differently, because that's how the world evolves. That's how the world grows. If you didn't have somebody to come up with that, the concept of the car, we would still be riding horses, you know, or the airplane. We wouldn't even be flying if it wasn't for the person that invented the first airplane. So to be able to be different is actually something that's positive, in my opinion. I like to be different than other people. It makes me more interesting. It, it helps me just, I like being different. You know, it's, it's a skill. It's something that's good and positive because then you do things differently than everybody. You can come up with different things that at some point could be a worldwide, could become a worldwide change, you know, could become something that would be applicable worldwide, you know? So I encourage people to be different. I encourage people to be curious, to, you know, pursue what they want to pursue, to think differently, to challenge authority, not, to a sense. Challenge authority in a sense where, um, let me clarify this real quick. <laughs> Challenge authority in a way where you ask questions, you know, you don't take things, for example, from the teacher, you don't take things at face value. Ask why, why is it like this? Make them explain to you, seek answers, seek conclusions, seek solutions, you know, be yeah, curious and be creative as well, you know, and you know, we need creative people. We need different people because that's how diseases get cured. Because somebody sees things differently, be like, wait, pause for a second. This could be done differently like this and maybe you could cure this, you know? You never know. If we didn't have Mark Zuckerberg to create Facebook, if we didn't have Steve Jobs creating Apple or, or Bill Gates, if we didn't have these people, they were different. And they were seen as different. But at the end, they made really big changes to the world. They brought us technology, brought us different things. And you never know who's going to be the next Steve Jobs. You never know who's going to be the next Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. You never know who's going to be the next Albert Einstein or the new Newton. So I encourage people to be different. I encourage people to study, to be different, and to seek things and be creative. Try to do things in a different way. Maybe you'll have a different outcome. It's a positive thing. It's not negative. Don't, 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 you know, conform yourself to what society wants and thinks. Be different. Be you.
I think that's where the the government part that you're talking was coming that that you were talking about comes in. It's like they don't want you to criticize what they decide, you know. So they're kind of just like, you know what, we gotta put people all believing in one thing, you know, when they're growing growing up and when they're raised in schools, so that when they grow up and they're adults and things, they don't come here and you know criticize our decisions, right? They just follow, it, you know, because that's what they want, right? Just a bunch of people who, you know follow them whatever whenever they you know give an order like oh everybody's got to get vaccinated everybody's got to do this you know this is illegal this is legal and it creates a generation of people that are just like okay you know you say this and it's right you know there's no afterthoughts there's no anything and that's part of the culture today of not thinking for yourself you know if the society says this is right that's right you know there's no other option you know what I mean? you can't believe anything else because you're weird you're you know whatever you know they have so many names today to you know to insult you and to call you and classify you right so you know you're not you're not welcomed if you're different i agree with you but to be honest i, I don't care to conform with what society thinks and wants i i want to be different i want to have different perspectives i want to seek different things because that's how people that's how people grow and that's how the world grows that's how we become better and if people are shamed for having a different perspective for seeing things differently then society is messed up from within and and it's to we need to you know start a reform or something to change the way people see things and to you know help society grow and accept that being different and being and having different perspectives and not conforming to society is actually a positive thing it's not something that's negative because in the long run someone that's different that's considered being different like the black sheep at some point that black sheep becomes so successful that everybody else like oh yeah i used to know him yeah yeah we were all so nice to him and stuff but in reality we were all mean and shamed them and other things so i just encourage man be different have a critical thinking mindset and pursue the truth, pursue different things and be creative. It's important. Well, that's what our whole podcast is about, right? Being critical. Yeah. Thinking, think what you will, right? Think different. Exactly. Be afraid to think. And that's what our theme was for this season and these 10 episodes. So we're glad we met that goal. Yeah, but I just want to say something. You said, just like our podcast, our name is Think What You Will. And I remember when we were in the brainstorming phase and coming up with the name, we came up with so many different names. And then when we came up with this one, it just hit us. It was like, wow, this should actually be it, you know, because you should be free to think the way you want to think. You know, you should be free to see things the way you want to see them to a positive side, sure. not to negative one. Yeah, not to, you know, influence and harm people, right, obviously. So everything exactly. has to right but that's the point of critical thinking right you can't just be like everything people say you know is the truth right so yeah yeah and be different make a positive change that's what we're trying to do with our podcast hopefully the people that watch us and listen to us and see us you know can see that we're just two young men that we're trying to make a difference in the world and trying to stir steer the world into a better direction into a more positive direction than you where it's going right now, you know? For sure.
We're doing good. Yeah, we are. We hit 10 episodes, man. This is amazing. So I think that sh- that concludes our episode for today. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in for our 10th episode. Please show us some love in the comment section. You know, share some thoughts, opinions. So if you like this episode and you want to see more content, make sure to subscribe down below and give us a like. Don't forget to follow our Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, and other social media. Check us out and stay tuned for more posts.